Greetings and welcome to the Mount Rushmore Podcast. My name is Jeff and joined as always by my good buddies Richard. Hello. And Michael. Howdy. Uh, Richard and Michael debate and deliberate the most ubiquitous aspects of a variety of topics. This time around, it's a little bit bittersweet. We're celebrating a good run here at the Criswell Studios in North Hollywood, California with the Cemetery View. Do we have? Uh, um, uh, are we allowed to play closing time at the end, or is that still yet? <laughs> no, it's, no, it's time of your life. Time okay. of your life. But I Green was gunning yeah. first. Also, going to get us yanked. Yes, that that as well. I will remember you, Sarah. Stop it. Will you remember, Sarah? Please don't. Uh, so, but this is the concluding episode of our. Uh, recording uh, contract our contract is up with the Criswell Studios and so we will be moving on but uh t- this is a uh bottle episode where we're going to cut to different scenes from past Mount Rushmore podcast hey do you remember when we talked about wasn't the that, zoo wasn't that crazy <laughs> that one time I could have sworn we talked about amnesia, amnesia. but I forgot all I've forgotten all about it <laughs> You know, a lot of presidents have interrupted the podcast. <laughs> Let's have this montage of all the time. <laughs> all right. Which one is it? We're already off to bad start. This is, uh, we're going to discuss the Mount Rushmore of moving day. You moving guys have day. moved. You've moved a lot, haven't you? You too? Uh, not a lot. Um, I moved recently, in the, like last, yeah. last year we moved, or back in twenty. 20- 20 into 2020 we moved okay so that was a big that was the first time we had moved in 15 years wow is that right so we had been at our old place for a while oh yeah i was thinking of this talk i i chose the topic by the way howdy guys um uh, hello uh because Whatever. of uh richard's move last year into yeah. your new home mm-hmm. and because of jeff's upcoming move and uh, my business of operations had recently moved oh. from you know from one I don't think I have anything that's like business oriented in this but it was just kind uh-huh. of was the thing that kind of was like uh, moving is something you know that kind of touches all of our lives but um, I thought I'd try to focus on just that last day like the oh, day yeah. that you actually go to move because the process of moving like unpacking setting up your house uh, that can take anywhere from you know, weeks to months to sometimes you just never unbox what has been moved into uh, your garage. You're just like, well, this is just coming with me for I don't know how long until the next move. But moving day itself is often, um, I think, pretty interesting in how you approach it. It's pretty, it can be pretty emotional, yeah. pretty um, oh yeah, uh, uh, melancholy. And also um, sometimes it's just great. Sometimes it's like, Fuck this place. I am gone. <laughs> Bye. Dunzo. Yeah, I think of so many college uh, crappy apartments, crappy yeah. living situations that I had. And... Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of how definitely college, you're just so transient, like year after year. Yeah. It's rare that you're like, I moved here and I'm going to live here for four years. It's like, no, I'm in the dorm and now I'm in like a crappy apartment and now I'm in an uh, even crappier apartment, yeah. slightly farther away from school. You never get closer to school. Yeah, you always <laughs> get farther like you're away. You're always further and further <laughs> away for whatever reason. I think in college, I don't recall any of those places ever feeling like, oh, this is my home. I feel like it's still just, just this place. Temporary like, yeah. lodging, yeah. And I think you're, my endeavor in college was to never sleep there, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or to be out doing the wild things to uh, all either either burning the midnight oil or, um, yeah. Um, all right, Michael chose it. Richard starts it up. Sure. 
Uh, so my first choice is on moving day, however many boxes you have bought, mm. you will need two to three times that many boxes. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. It is impossible to accurately gauge ahead of time Yeah, how many boxes you need. Yeah. I know whenever we moved this last move a couple of years ago now, um, I spent weeks making trips to our local Home Depot, which is about a mile away, so it was close. Mm-hmm. But how many boxes do you think we need today? Oh, I don't know, six. I'd get six boxes. About halfway through the day, I'd say, well, there's the last of our six boxes. Yeah. And I have to go back to Home Depot. Yeah. Get another six boxes. A, wow, the fancy co- pants over here buying boxes and not <laughs> yes. just getting them. From Dumpster like, diving. <laughs> like behind the yeah. Ralphs. Oh, my goodness. Oh, la wee. Ooh, la <laughs> la. Oh, do money on cardboard boxes <laughs> oh, for your top hat in my Monaco. St- <laughs> your stacks of cash. What is this? Buying boxes. Amazing. Well, some of us. Hello, you orange-vested twit. <laughs> Direct me to your finest boxes. Some of us would appreciate if our clothes didn't smell like moldy produce <laughs> when we get done moving next, next time see what a nice uh, used spinach salad uh, <laughs> wafting around on you but it's I, I, in every move i've ever had there is that kind of panic whether whether you're buying boxes yeah or whether you're scavenging for boxes there is always that panic about we do not have enough boxes yeah and big box <laughs> will get you to buy these are expensive when you go to you go to Home Depot and you have to buy boxes. Yeah, that's why you They're rip the, you rip them cardboard. from the maw of the trash compactor at Best Buy before it crushes you. you. Dive in like you're <laughs> a freaking uh, Indiana Jones yeah. trying to rescue a relic. Do you think that's uh, that's an interesting aspect of moving? Is trying to conceive of all the. Th- things that you have and how much volume they're going to take up and how much it's going to take to move them all and then and then i I think i i may be less precious i pack boxes the way i pack groceries at the grocery store just shove everything in the same right you're not a big labeler like it's not like these are the boxes these go in the kitchen and it says specifically okay here's the tamale pot or whatever (laughs) no i have not i just kind of schlep everything in i love it I love In, how I love the chaos of that. Yeah, I'm I'm not that way. I'm a, I'm a, a labeler. A uh, the biggest mistake I make with boxes is trying to put too many box and too many books in too big a box. Oh, oh yeah, Sarah does that. You oh, really got you really got to like get small boxes for books and understand yeah. it. it's okay if you have ten smaller boxes for books that are going to take up the same size uh-huh. and space that like you know four big boxes would take because you can't lift yeah 97 pounds of books yeah no one can and that the box one, is going to break and, and the box yeah. is going to break and whatever packing tape you think <laughs> you, you have is just not going to hold up and then you're like oh my good like all of my sue grafton novels all the signed ones are all over the pool <laughs> what uh okay okay so how many boxes do you think you used? Yeah, you good question. Good question. Two dozen, three dozen? No, I would say we went through 50 to 60 boxes. Seems wow. Like, seems about right. Yeah. Kids it, have a lot of stuff. It includes the garage, and the kids have a lot of stuff. Uh-huh. Kids have a lot. Like, I, I fear the day we have to pack up my kids' room. Oh, 
<laughs> yeah, there's just a lot of accumulation, which we'll get into. Okay. Mm. All right, Richard, uh, with his buying boxes. Michael, what is your first thing? I'm going to stay within the cardboard corrugated realm. Uh-huh. Oh. And it's on moving day when you just have that one last big box that you just throw everything yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> the miscellaneous the box. The big miscellaneous box. It's like, it doesn't matter. Just get it in the box. We've got to get out of here. Just put it in the box. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's not enabled. It'll yeah. get to the house. It's a cup of coffee with no lid on it that's full. <laughs> it's a coat hanger. It's a... Oh, no. The Venus flytrap. There's always a plant in <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, there's a plant. There's always some weird plant that yeah. you hope is going to make it over there. Yeah, that day's newspaper and the, and the dog bowl. Yeah. It's some, there's going to be something important in there uh-huh. that you won't be able to find because it's in the big box. <laughs> it's going to be cords or like a... a extension cords or like some sort of charger it's going to be something from the bathroom that you don't need to bring with you yeah it's like well, you don't need the toilet brush we'll buy a new one we're just getting, for we're three just bucks getting a new toilet brush yeah move into a new place and 100 percent bring new toilet brushes and plungers yeah just leave that old literally that old shit behind but like that big box is just so it's so key to just being like just put it in the box it's okay we'll sort it we'll sort it out when we get there yeah it's, uh, it's like trying to escape from like, I bet they had a big box when they were trying to get out of Vietnam. It's just one last big box. You just know, they're a... trying to load the people onto the helicopter and then they're just We're like, under heavy fire. Come on. <laughs> Wait a second. We got to get this box in here. It's got my plunger. <laughs> it's got all my like uh, 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 autographed Anne-Margaret photos. That right. The For me, the last, one of the last uh, trips usually involves like your friend's hatchback and putting a like a various things miscellaneous things in just like the front like we ran out of boxes now this, this oh, guy's yeah. got a lamp <laughs> some coat hangers uh so a frozen turkey from the the fridge <laughs> oh that's funny okay okay uh richard what's your second one All right, my second one is this kind of is a little bit into what michael was talking about it is the realization of how much crap you've accumulated over the years mm. oh yeah and just how sad that makes you feel yeah not because you miss in fact it's the opposite of having a lot of stuff and having to make tough choices about whether or not this stays or do we give this away or do Uh we sell it's all the stuff where you're like why why do i have a mccall's magazine from 1997 (laughs) how did this never get thrown away yeah (laughs) why has this been sitting in my house for it's been sitting in my house longer than we've lived here this doesn't make any sense whatsoever yeah but and it's just the more you pack, the more you kind of realize, am I a hoarder? Uh-huh. Am uh-huh. I a pack rat? And you get the, and you have to ask yourself some uncomfortable questions about why, if I'm not, why do I still have all this stuff that I n- never needed in the first place and just never bothered to get rid of? And the truth is, it's because it was packed away from your last move somewhere in a corner or in a closet yeah. or something like that. And you just forgot about it. Yeah. Do you think there's a transitive state where items that need to, I think it's almost like Newtonian, <laughs> Newtonian <laughs> law where items at rest seem, stay at rest, stay, stay at rest or they seem of value because they're not hurting anybody. It might not be anybody's way. But then when I, they become items in motion, then all of a sudden, like I got to move this crap. Like now you evaluate it for its value as opposed to, it was just kind of in its resting value. was not that big of a deal. These bowling balls, these could come in handy. I could start, <laughs> I could start bowling again. <laughs> I'm never going to start bowling again. I definitely have somewhere in some box, you mentioned McCall's magazine. I definitely have like 
a premiere magazine from like 1999 yeah. with like the new Star Wars people being introduced or like the Vanity Fair with like, you know, the uh, Anne Leibovitz. Yeah. Like, you know, beautiful shots of like what C-3PO looks like without his coverings on. <laughs> and it's just like, you just Why hold on I? to this stuff because some weird nostalgia. What You're just going to throw this away. Now you're going to throw it away? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's been 20 something years. Now this is the... This yeah. is the thing that breaks your back, and yeah. then you're just like, "Oh, it's just in a box. It's just down there with some other Star Crap, Wars yeah. magazines." I do feel like moving like that has traumatized me to the opposite behavior. Where as soon as I get something, well, we're not in a room that would prove this out, but uh, almost as soon as I acquire something, I think how quickly I can throw this thing away, get rid of it. Right? You know, like like I don't know, just about just about anything. Like, how can I get this? out of my life and into somebody else's hands before it becomes something I have to move. I'll, I, be, I'll be in the other room and Emily will say, do we need... And I'll say, nope. Nope. <laughs> Did I'm we... Just, if I'm you have to ask. At it. Nope, my answer, my kind of default answer is probably not, no. Get rid yeah. of it. It's that Marie Kondo moment where you realize this did not spark joy. I didn't even know I had this thing for the last 10 years. If you have to ask whether or not you need it, yeah. you probably don't need it. All right, Winfield, what's the second... Uh, my second choice is that friend with the truck for <laughs> soccer. There's that guy that you yeah. you're, you've roped into who happens to have a truck. Usually it's my dad, to be oh. fair, and he's uh, always been very helpful whenever I've needed to move or whatever. But, uh, boy, having a pickup truck is just it's just a calling card for someone to invite you yeah. to um, help carry heavy things and move things awkwardly downstairs. Yeah. Uh, I've, uh, my last move, I don't think we rented a truck. I guess we must have. We must have rented like a, oh, you know, $24 for the day uh-huh. U-Haul. You know, it didn't move very far, just a few miles, a couple of miles down the road. But like that truck, the, the pickup truck is always just helpful. Oh it's, yeah. It's just, it, and just, you can get so much into it and it uh-huh. doesn't have that roof. But then you always kind of, it's that, halfway feeling bad for your friend yeah. who must have been who must have either done this a half dozen times by now yeah but I don't know maybe they like it and your grandmother on the rocking chair up there like he's like is she gonna fall off <laughs> I'm not sure if you're making a Beverly Hillbillies reference or a Grapes of Wrath reference but yes. I approve yeah. I approve of either one uh, yeah that uh, I, I feel for that you know I've been eyeballing new vehicles uh, because mine's... And no, I'm looking at those pickups. Pick yeah. I'm looking at those pickups because uh, they're just kind of nice because uh, who knows what we might need to do to renovate and stuff. But yeah, I don't want to be... I'm too old to be the person helping I've, somebody move. I've never uh, been fortunate or had enough stuff kind of at the same time to like kind of warrant like like movers coming in. I know that Jeff, you kind of like a white glove sort oh, of... Yeah. Oh, you know... So like I bet he buys his own boxes too. <laughs> money boxes over here, but like, um, so everything like I've, uh, you know, as a real man of the people, everything I've done, I've moved myself yeah. or whatever, lugged and mattresses and all that stuff, and like, um, I've always relied, always relied on the kindness of pickups. Uh-huh. Unrelated, yeah. 
Back in the 90s, when WWF had basically every wrestler had an occupation. <laughs> okay. It was yes. like a plumber or a repo man. <laughs> All right. How come there wasn't a tag team that were movers? Movers. It would have been perfect. They could have backed the van up to the ring, <laughs> brought mattresses out, put them on the, outside the ring, and then thrown their guys onto the mattresses. That would have been great. Would have been great. Oh, this is awesome. Missed opportunity. Wow. Yeah, they, they that, that, that I don't know would, how that didn't that happen. That team would never have won the tag team belt. No, 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 of course not. <laughs> in other that would cities, be, that would be a great job to invent uh, wrestlers from the eighties and nineties that uh, would never have won anything significant. <laughs> right. This is the greatest tag team we can think of. Oh, they must have done. Oh no, no, they just kind of got beat up all the time by the Bushwhackers or whatever. <laughs> right. I don't even know if the, I don't think the Bushwhackers ever won a belt. No. No, never. Yeah. No, of course not. The butter churners, did they do very well? No. Churn a lot of butter. <laughs> churn a lot of butter. Hit a lot of people with a with, with their churn. With a wooden spatula or whatever. <laughs> a lot of happy fans who brought bread to the to the <laughs> the Somaliers. <laughs> yeah. They were my favorite wrestling team yeah. in France. There was a, a lobster team that they fought against where there was a lot, a lot of tasty tasty shellfish consumed. Uh I love the branding around uh, movers now. It seems like you can get like the fancy pants or you can get heavy metal movers. You know, it's like uh, Animal and the other Muppets show up. We hate you movers. We hate you movers. We'll fight you at the end. Or it's two nice Jewish boys in a truck, you know, or two college (laughs) kids in a this, two two out of work mimes in a truck, uh, the themed movers. There is. Oh, we should. The problem with the mime. The problem with the mime movers. Is all they're doing is picking up, picking up stuff that doesn't actually exist. Move our stuff. <laughs> Look, I know this imaginary thing is heavy. <laughs> we don't own a plate of glass. How do you guys always have a plate of glass? <laughs> you were saying, Michael? Oh, well, you know, we should be like the the podcast movers. Podcast. There move. we go. Where we're just talking incessantly at the people that we're helping move. Our personal opinions about everything. About all their stuff. <laughs> all their stuff. What's we're on the Mount Rushmore of your stuff? We're going to rank you. all of the crap that you're moving. This one, this box is way too heavy. This is on the Mount Rushmore of heaviest boxes I've ever lifted and moved. Mark Marin didn't complain last <laughs> week. All right, so hey, we're going to have time and we're going to invite you to move uh, some podcasts from the World Wide Web or the podcast aggregator onto your listening device and listen to us. We'd love if you also down rate and review past episodes or any present episodes or any episodes. Hey, if you're listening on Spotify, they've recently added a way for you to rate uh, podcasts on Have Spotify, oh. which did not exist ah, before. Oh, right. So if you're listening on Spotify, go ahead and do that because we would appreciate it because it really does help other people find the show. That would be awesome. Uh, and then join us in the conversation on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We'd love to know your opinions about uh, past episodes and give us some inspiration for topics for future episodes. Past people who did this have ended up being on the show. Uh, we've invited them. You don't have to be, but it would be. It's a cool experience, and you get um, you get nothing, um, but the love and affection and envy of your peers and family. Yeah, your heart will be like the um, the Grinch's heart. Definitely grow yeah. three sizes. Inflammation, horrible inflammation, <laughs> horribly ten times inflamed. <laughs> The Grinch got sexy. The Grinch, like, there was, like, some Wait, inst- what? What? Instagram what? 
I saw some like Instagram hotties dressing up like the sexy Grinch. Like, what happened to Grinch that he kind of? Blew, I feel like he kind of blew up this year. I'm worried about Jeff Richard. I'm always what, worried. A lot of time what alone. Are you a lot of time alone. I didn't try to look at sexy Grinch. Stacey, there's like, how, how do I keep finding this? Hashtag sexy Grinch. Oh, keep showing up my feet. Hashtag Why does this keep showing up? I didn't choose this. Okay, uh, Richard Manfredi. All right, my third one is uh, when the movers break something. Ooh. Oh, wow. Always good, awkward. Good choice. Awkward. Um, when we moved to our house, the movers, for some reason, decided that our refrigerator that the uh, has the bottom, the freezer's in the bottom. Okay. Those, I can't remember what they call it. It has like the French doors and then you, the okay. freezer's on the bottom. For whatever reason, they decided that the best cause of course of action was to try to remove the entire bottom shelf. Oh, no. Before they packed everything up. Uh. And then they managed to forget how they put it together. Oh. Yeah. And well, you I possibly hired- lost a couple of parts along the way, too. Yeah. You shouldn't have hired the forgetful, dumbass moving company. <laughs> the amnesia movers. <laughs> Two amnesiacs who move stuff, those guys. And at the end of the day, okay, how much do we pay you guys? What? Uh, $100. Pay us for what? <laughs> yeah, and it was just infuriating because these are, I don't, it, it was a recommendation. Someone else had recommended them to, because they had used them when they had moved. But you don't really know anything about these guys. You don't know how. Yeah credible they are how how skilled they are and when something goes wrong like that it's just oh yeah you're breaking my stuff and then it's like do i try and get a discount from them uh-huh. do i not tip mm-hmm. what do i do it's just it just off it just you want everything to go well so that way there's no social awkwardness that's always my thing yeah i don't really care if the stuff gets broken or not i just want to avoid the social awkwardness yeah. and now that you've broken something the compact is broken. Yeah. Now I don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't know how to treat you anymore. About yeah. um, about 12 years ago, well, I, I used to work in the facilities department for my company and we moved like our office from, our huge office from one place, you know, kind of around the corner to another. But, you know, it was a big kind of three day move and a lot of furniture, a lot of stuff didn't get moved over. Like there were pre-built cubicles, but like all the executive furniture was like getting moved over and, you know, the furniture moving company comes in and they, you know, swear up and down that everything's going to be padded and they lay the cardboard on the, the, the floor and like the walls are going to be whatever and the CEO's desk and tables, all this stuff is going to be handled just so precisely. And of course, all like the CEO stuff like got dinged oh, and God. broken and damaged and whatever. And then it's just like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how like wealthy... You, you try to treat it's, some bad thing is going to happen. Yeah, it just it just does. That's the nature of trying to move big, heavy pieces of wood from yeah. one place to another. Conference tables got broken and just whatever, and you just, mm-hmm. it's going to be that's eh, two thousand dollars to repair that or whatever. <laughs> and I don't know what yeah. are you going to do, and what are you going to blame the nineteen year old kid that's just yeah. like humping around heavy pieces of wood on a Friday night at ten yeah. o'clock? It's off. I mean, yeah. Not not his uh, aspiration, you know, with the kids like 
you know, you're going to get fired. Thank you. Really? Please? <laughs> That's another job where it's kind of a rich man, poor man thing. Like, uh, I think, I don't know if I was joking about sacking groceries. That was like my first job. Mm. And, uh, you know, you're you're young, bright eyed. You know, it's your first first paid job, maybe outside of mowing a lawn or something like that. And the if you're lucky, the manager comes up and says, hey, kid, you're doing great. You know, you've got a future in this business. And then hey, you look the over. Top. Yeah. And the. The other guy stacking groceries is a crack addict who just got out of like a halfway house. Like that guy. Your bar is so low. Your bar is so low. Like what? What about that guy? Does that guy have a few? He he just got out of prison for murdering somebody. And what's your future? What's your? Uh, you gonna move? Work your way up to head? Yeah. Of stocking. Yeah, it's head of stocking produce or assistant butcher or like what? What is your? What is your thing? And the mover guy's got to be just like that. Like. Is the reward more of doing this? Yeah. <laughs> they don't want it. All right. Okay. Uh, Good choice, Richard. Yes. And Winfield the third. Uh, my third choice is taking pictures of your old, weird, empty space. Oh, wow. That you used to have, like, filled with your stuff that is now just some empty apartment with kind of, like, dingy carpeting. Yeah. And you kind of left things mostly put back together and as clean as you possibly can but as kind of clean as you want to leave it yeah like there's definitely that moment where you're just like i've done enough yeah i put in my time here and now i'm just gonna take my last pictures to Mm -hmm. see it's kind of proof to the landlord or whatever you're just kind of like oh wistfully walking around and yeah and you're like bye yeah (laughs) i'm out of here but like i Definitely, as many places I can remember, trying to take pictures of what it was like, like when I was leaving. Yeah, it was like the last ones, and um, it's a strange thing because you come into a place and it looks kind of brand new and fresh, and then you leave it, and it's just like you know, mm-hmm. a person's lived there for however long, and yeah. you just leave a leave a mark on it. Like I remember, uh, like when Emily and I were moving into our place that we've been in now for God ten years now. I can't believe we've been there ten years. Um, you know, I have pictures and everything looks so clean and open and fresh. And that's the same thing is like your pictures of a new place that you're moving into has so much promise. And mm-hmm. then, you know, you leave it and you're just like, on that last day, you're just like, okay, well, I guess this is as clean as I want to get mm-hmm. it. It's never good. Cause it's going to be repainted. Yeah. Especially if you live in like an apartment or even a house, you know, whatever house I'm sure you move into or, you know, the landlord or whoever owns it, or you're going to, pay to repaint it or whatever it's just gonna look different from when you leave mm-hmm. and it's just it, it just has a different feeling and you're just like oh this is it I'm as a here. kid we moved around a lot and i i don't think i knew this i don't as an adult i realized i have a i like austerity like i don't like a lot of furnishings i don't like a lot of stuff on the wall because i remember on on moving day when all our stuff was out of the house I remember looking going, now I want to live here. Mm. It's not full of our shitty thrift store furniture and, and mm. crap. Uh, it's actually just like, there's actually a flow. Yeah, it actually seems like it's not compact and claustrophobic anymore. I, I tend to, if I could decorate any way, it would be Apple Store <laughs> modern. <laughs> I just like, like... Less stuff, the better. Less stuff and just kind of clean and white and spare and... A lot it's of weird. shiny like, surfaces. I, I moved a bunch of times as like a kid too, or, or at least three or four times. I don't have like a memory of like moving day itself of moving. Huh. I don't know if it's just one of those things where 
it's been blocked out or uh-huh. my memory as a kid isn't like uh, it's not great in, the, in those terms like I you know I remember my first comic book but I can't remember yeah <laughs> I can't remember like these big monumental movie uh-huh. into like this apartment or this house or whatever oh I don't know oh. yeah they probably told me get, get the hell out of here <laughs> don't, don't be in the way of everything okay uh, have either of you old, moved older relatives at all or like no. no, I, I have. Me and my dad helped move my grandparents, maybe about, uh, fifteen or so years ago. From like they lived up in Morro Bay, and we moved them down to Santa Barbara. Okay, yeah. My a lot of stuff. Parents moved, and I, unfortunately, I wasn't able to help. My sister was there, my brother was there, and my dad had a career for many years, thirty plus years as a printer, and he acquired some of the production tools to do that job that existed before digital technology. So like big cameras and big Mm. things that are used to burn images onto metal plates that you then use to print, actually put on offset printer, put the ink on. So he had all these things that were extremely valuable in the, by the year 1991. And then the PC revolution digitized all the production tools for printing and so they're absolutely pieces of shit that nobody wanted by 1992, and wow. it was like the equivalent of having like four VW Bugs taking up your garage the whole the whole time we ever lived in this house. And he took them to the next house. Just he just couldn't get rid of them, and nobody wanted them. Hmm. But now we got these huge metal things that you couldn't get rid of. But in his heart, he he knew they were of value at some point. So it was tough for him to to separate from those separate from those things, but they were just full of dirt and dust and uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, the final choice, Mad Freddy. All right, my final choice is the moment when you realize I should have got professional help for this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it will happen at some point during that last day of the move. Mm. Maybe you decided I don't need movers. I got my buddy. He's got his truck. Yeah. yeah. I got Jeff. Jeff does CrossFit. He can lift stuff. Yeah, he's dumb. But he, he can strong, make his... strong back, weak mind. The str- exactly. <laughs> he's the strong man. He's got his little uh, yeah. leopard print uh, yeah. you know, kind of yeah. singlet sort of singlet, thing. Singlet, yeah. Or maybe, and this is the thing that, that we wound up doing in our last move that we did do that I am so grateful for is we hired one of those junk removers. Oh. It was the uh, 1-800-GOT-JUNK people Oh wow! Um, to do our garage. It wasn't just a man with a big penis showed up? That's that's 888. Oh, they got junk. Okay. 888 inches. Got junk. Um, they, because we had just our, even after we had moved all the stuff out of the garage, we had half a garage worth of just detritus. Wow. And I also explained it just junk. Yeah. Stuff we didn't need anymore, old boxes, yeah. you know, blankets that had been peed on by rats or whatever. Oh, wow. Who knows? You know, been chewed and gnawed on by yeah. various rodents that had been living in our garage. And it's it's really hard to find a way to get rid of trash here in Los Angeles. Yeah. I grew up, you had a, uh, a county dump and you could just take everything to the county dump. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem to be the case here in Los Angeles. I don't know where bulk trash is supposed to go i haven't figured it out yet yeah so we called those these guys and it wasn't cheap 
but they charge by the truckload. Like if you do half a truck, it's this much. If you yeah. fill up a quarter of a truck, it's this much. And yeah, it is literally like in the commercial. And these guys aren't sponsors, but if you want to be a sponsor, please <laughs> reach out to us. It was literally just here. Here's all the stuff that needs to go knock yourselves out. And they just started going in there and just picking up handfuls of stuff and just throwing it in the in the truck and yeah. took them about an hour. And it was like an hour, hour and a half later, my garage was empty. Yeah. It was done. Yeah. If I tried to do that, that would have been a, a whole weekend yeah. of mm-hmm. me loading stuff up in my friend Brian's pickup truck probably or something. Yeah. And find, even if I could find a place to dump, to dump it, uh-huh. it would have been 10 to 12 trips. It would have just been like back and forth. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. So there is that feeling of like, I am in over my head. Yeah, sure. I think in that last day of the move, everyone gets that that moment of like, what am I doing here? Uh-huh. I, we're never going to get, I have to be out of here by today and there is no way this is happening. Uh-huh. And why didn't I hire somebody <laughs> to help me? I had a, a friend I was in a show with and he asked us to come he asked the whole cast he's come over and help us move and my biggest peeve is i will help you move your stuff but i'm not gonna box it up for you like that's that's sure that's your that's your job that's your job and not only that none of the none of the stuff was in boxes the house was basically just a mess all the stuff was on the ground on the floor of the house and he was also trying to sell us stuff Hey, do you want to buy this? <laughs> like these what action nerd. figures? Like amazing! I don't want to buy. I don't even want to help you box. I don't want to help you move. I don't want to buy any of your shit. So just let me know when you're ready to help, because you help ask me to help you move, not box. Box. <laughs> That's a different thing. It's a different thing. That's well, packing. Do you think also having? Another person, like, it seemed like you'd already identified the stuff that was going to go. Right. But for some reason, it's almost like helpful having a surrogate you know, to kind of come Oh, in sure. And- There's people you can hire. I, I looked this up. There are people you can hire who are just like moving experts. Yeah. Who will come in and, and basically will do all of the packing for you and will help you decide what to keep and what yeah. to get rid of. And yeah. you just basically hands off and sit there and say, yeah, we need to keep that. Or uh-huh. I'd like to keep that, but I'm not sure. And they'll go, well, do you really need this? Yeah. So there are, there's, there's a person for every job Yeah. in the moving process. Yeah. You just need to know what your weak points are, what your blind spots are and uh, act accordingly. Yeah. Yeah. And if you were moving usually don't have the finances to get those people if you're moving under the cover of night to avoid imminent eviction anyhow. True. Yeah. Which is what most of my moves. Yeah. 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 Uh, Winfield, rippity wrap up. My last choice is you are not going to have a better slice of pizza or a better can of beer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like near the end of like... Oh, yeah. You're sure. Just like, you're just... You know you're getting pizza. That's the thing. Yeah. You're, you're in your new place. You're not cooking. You're not doing anything. You know you're just pizza's easy to share with yeah. however many people are helping to move or whatever. Uh, sometimes you're buying pizza for like if there's like um, uh, if there's like a crew that's yeah you know helping out mm-hmm. or movers. Sometimes you buy uh, you know dinner for the movers as well or like for our business. Certainly, I remember we did that a, a couple different times. Um, but like just you you've been sweating and lifting. 
yeah. all day. You're moving. You're exhausted mentally and physically. And just like you're just never going to have like a better slice of pizza or like a better beer that you're just like you're wiped. And you're just like, oh, thank God for this just hot slab of yeah. cheese and bread <laughs> and sauce. Grease. And you're greased. You're just like, this is... The, this is the lifeblood. This is how this is this is what movers are built on. It's just like cramming these calories and just replenishing just Or do you ever say who wants salad and tomato juice? I got hummus. I got hummus. The only thing the only thing you have to avoid is like getting to the point where you're like sitting down for too long. Yeah. Cause then you're just not getting up. Yeah. You're like you're not putting the stuff away that you thought you were going to put away. By the, you're like, okay, I need uh-huh. to get at least the kitchen quasi-functional for the next morning. Yeah. Like, always just set up the coffee maker <laughs> yeah. for the next day, just beforehand, get whatever. Because there's a, a point where you're just, you're not going back. You're so uh-huh. wiped. You're just like, oh, forget it. I'll just sleep here on this couch that's missing three of the four cushions. My wife is a very social person, and when we've invited a few times it seems like we've invited people to help us move she always ends up getting a conversation standing out by the truck for about 30 minutes Mm. what are you doing lady (laughs) grab and go grab and go (laughs) grab and go (laughs) well i I was busy saying hi to our new neighbors (laughs) come on that's a little (laughs) bill said that thing where um uh you meet your new Sometimes it's a thing where you don't meet your new neighbors until you're moving in. Then it's like, oh boy, we got crazy people next door <laughs> or something like that. Like, Meanwhile, your neighbors are like, oh, you see the guys who just moved yeah, in. Crazy people moving in. Crazy people moving in. Oh, well, I have had a fun time recording with you guys here in this facility. We're not, oh, by the way, we're not stopping recording. No, absolutely just so not. So we're clear. Yeah, with this. Until, it's just that, until we get to you know pasta sh- until we get to yeah. pasta shapes. F- well, and four choices that we match exactly, and then one more in pasta shapes, and then we're done. Well, yeah. you are raising each of you are raising the next generation of uh, Mount Rushmore host. So right, you ha- you have. Well, we've already had Vivian on as a Viv- guest. Vivian on judge guest, one yeah. time, yeah, and I'm sure Felix will be guest judging soon. Yeah, and I've, I've been trying Oreo. to explain what a podcast is to him, and um, I don't think it's going <laughs> to. <laughs> not taking. I tell him that daddy does his little radio show with his two best friends and yeah. we sit around and we talk what do you talk about I tell him I say we talked about the zoo he knows that <laughs> he doesn't know some of the more mercurial um, yeah. conversation right. topics that we've had does he give you an days. eye roll or does he do the index finger to the temple twirling gesture like daddy crazy no he kind of just goes oh and it turns back to whatever Lego thing he's um, putting together yeah all right. That's like a valid response. So this has been the Mount Rushmore of Moving Day. The uh, winning choices are um, buying boxes, realization of how much crap you have, movers break something, moments you realize you need professional help, last big box, friends with a truck, pictures of the house after you vacate, and pizza and beer. Those are the winners. Wow. <laughs> Jeff's, oh, cop- boy. Jeff's copping out. He's copping out. He's do- he's done. Yeah. I'm going to give us all, both 10 points. Okay. Ben, by the way, Michael, I believe congratulations are in order. Oh. I believe that with that 10 points, you are the winner. Hold on. Wait, I got to He's the wiener? Eight. He gets the belt, wherever that is. 
Season eight? Six. Season six. Starting season seven. Wow. Just. No. That's where we get the cute. Yeah, that's right. This was season six. The toe-headed sidekick, uh, Cousin Oliver. Cousin Oliver shows up, yeah. (laughs) We could also invite anybody within earshot who wants to start a podcast called the Mount Rushmore Podcast. Just go ahead. Yeah, because other people do. Other people do. They just start Rushmore Podcasts or the podcast of Rushmores. Yeah. Just do whatever you want to do. doesn't matter. We'll, we'll outlive you. Yeah. Because yeah. we're just stubborn and we don't have anything we're better stubborn. to do. <laughs> Our mediocrity will trump your, your youth and exuberance any day. Um, you know it's really precious if you see like some other uh, Rushmore podcasts. They all start the same way. The same way we did. It's all like, oh, Mount Rushmore of wrestlers. Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Same dopey ass. Same dumb. topics. <laughs> same things. Exact same things. You go through the first like seven you got. You can stick with us. You'll get to the nitty gritty. Yeah, you'll get to the tertiary, fourth tier, DC yeah. <laughs> villains. We are the Legion of Superheroes. Yeah, so. we are like uh, adult kickball team names, like the Baller Balls, the, the ball is, balls in your face balls. That's how they start, and then you get into. I don't have a good way esoteric that. ones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this has been uh, the Mount Rushmore podcast, the Mount Rushmore of, of Moving Day, with the last one coming from Criswell Studios. I, as always, am Jeff. I'm Richard. I'm Michael. 